Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no class, blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. And we're yeah, back. We're Welcome to Power Moves, moves. episode 173. I'm your host, Mike Burns. Joining me all the way from the Pioneer Hotel and Gambling Hall in Laughlin, Nevada, it's the only teammate who came to Bo Callahan's birthday party. It's CJ Sullivan. Welcome to the program, Charles. Yes, thank you very much, Mr. Michael Burns. This is great. I can't believe I'm in here. Took me uh, 172 chances. You've been requested. <laughs> Probably you. I still haven't. I say no every time. Is it jarring to hear my uh, conversational tone in the the Patreon pregame show? And then I, I was just <laughs> I was just impressed by that writing you obviously put into that for that introduction. It's that pretty, was amazing. It's pretty similar every week, but you know, oh, is it? <laughs> adding the, the little uh, the little. Oh, but uh, you added the Laughlin in the gambling hall. That was personalized. Yes, and I'll tell you why I did that. I was in one of the, uh, there's a thrift shop I like the Bethesda. Mm thrift store big massive thrift store and i love vintage glassware and, and things nice pioneer uh rocks glass 49 cents it was it i mean cherry cherry right i i picked that up and held it like a yeah. baby bird <laughs> i got that and i got the remember from the the 84 olympics mcdonald's made these glass clear coffee mugs that had mm. the olympic logo on them and the little mcdonald's right. thing if you saw it you'd know exactly what i'm talking about yes everyone, yes that, i do know I, that was 99 cents so for a dollar awesome. you got them both got them both buck buck 50 out the door <laughs> The '84 Olymp LA Olympics with McDonald's, the famous one where they went, they got busted, they went broke when they gave out. Um, Simpsons actually did a funny episode about it when, because um, they gave out like free Big Macs and free food, whatever for every time as the Americans won a gold medal, and that's when the Russians boycotted because we boycotted '80, so the U.S. just cleaned up and then <laughs> all the competition. They're like, "Fuck, they're gonna win everything!" Like, yeah, Russian Russia was their only competition, and they're not here, so they we're just dominating all these tiny countries in every track and field event. So petty. And then you don't like us, mm -hmm. well, we don't like you either. Exactly. Let's blame. Let's let's <laughs> let's torture the fucking ditch throwers. <laughs> let's, let's torture the people who have dedicated their entire lives for this one week of amateur sports. We we're not getting. Well, about yeah, it. it's like um. Well, you know, I'm not getting along with your mom very very good right now. So um, you're not going over there for your birthday. <laughs> she just gives me no, presents. Right. Yeah, I'm not even taking you over there. I don't care what the cops say. But they did a whole thing. She's got a clown and a pony and everything. And all my friends are going to be there. And I've been waiting all year for this. Your mom's a whore. Your mom's a whore. <laughs> We're not going over there, okay? Get through your... F Don't cry. Are you going to cry now? Oh, great. Here come the waterworks. But my endorsements. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done the only way I can make money. <laughs> I haven't done a show for the general public in a month. Uh, we're doing summer hours, CJ. You understand mm, that. So yeah, yeah, summer hours. Summertime. There have been some Patreon shows as well as a pregame for this episode. 
So uh, thank you to all the daddies who keep it real and support the program. Also, thank you to the fellows who have shot me cash on Venmo. CJ, I've gotten some random bits of cash. Isn't that crazy when people do that? Like I, like I never, like I've got that occasionally, especially when I was doing show bit, people were just giving me money. And I'm like, why, why are they doing like, I get it. Like, I guess they're sitting there and I feel bad for maybe because, <laughs> and we deserve it. It's free entertainment, but I'm like, I don't deserve it. What are you giving me money? I'm just fucking, I'm yelling off a balcony, whatever. But like, ah, but we like it. So here you go. Here's 20 bucks. It makes them feel good to give you the money. It does. It does. So all I can do is be gracious because it makes me slightly uncomfortable because I don't have a lot of self-esteem and I don't think I deserve any money for my comedy. Right. Exactly. That's how I feel. Now I feel like, well, I guess we're like Findoms. Right. Fincoms, if you will. Also, I think that we're conditioned to have given away comedy for free for so long. Yeah, that's probably it too. You know, you get a we check. Don't value ourselves. You, you get a check for a show or uh, for a writing gig, and you look at that money. And it's like, what? Oh, wow! Should I, 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 should I give some of this back? Is this <laughs> <like>? <laughs> Never, <laughs> never no. give it no, no. back. And I and I definitely have a, of the theory of always take money if it's offered to you. Right, especially you know, early on in comedy, you ever do that? Like you had a bunch of like, ah, I don't deserve it. Money, like someone gives you twenty bucks, you bomb or something. Like yeah. fuck that. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you bombed. It's the attempt. Meanwhile, you know, going up there, it's not your fault. This show sucks. Yeah, you might have been bad, but so what? You still take the goddamn money. Right. Meanwhile, the bar made five grand that night. Exactly. So never, Eat. never too good for free cash to buy my booze and sandwiches and jewel pods and Cheetos. Always appreciated at Pizza Nacho 69. <laughs> Pizza Nacho 69. I might tribute to that. That's my brand. You see they, you see they canceled Jewel Pods? You see Jewel Pods are uh, off the market? Thank God. Thank God we got them out of there. I, I had a whole thing with Jewel. I mean, that's ridiculous that they are doing it. Um, meanwhile, edible gummy weeds can taste like fucking <laughs> goddamn Flintstone sugar dinosaurs, right. you know, that's that's no problem. Well, the jewel pods, the reason they did it, there's only one reason. They have excuses that they advertised to teens, but that's all bullshit. What they did was R.J. Reynolds is coming out with a vape pen that is, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's that big tobacco company. Jewel is an independent company. They just operate yeah. by themselves. Jewel is right. the Coca-Cola of, of vapes. So they paid a bunch of money and Pepsi wants to get rid of coca-cola so the government just banned coca-cola for it's no it's all it's unreal it's unreal it's all privatized donated money like that like jewel and just just vaping alone in general when it came out i was excited because i used to smoke back then and I'm like this is a good way to uh get off smoking that's what it seemed like it was like, you know, you can do the asphyxiation of the thing in your mouth, the whole thing. And it's a fraction of the nicotine. It's miles better for you than smoking a cigarette. Right. You know, yes, it's not, it's not hundred percent healthy. We get it, but you're still doing a fraction of the thing. Like, Oh, this will be great. And then that lasts like three days. And then fucking all hipster douchebags who don't even smoke took over it. You know, these <laughs> hips with their, yeah, exactly. With their fucking Kangle hats, and they're and they're doing, and then then all the flavors came in. Next, you know, it's blueberry, peach, fucking baby's breath, like you know, this chemical puff the magic dragon sets like this, and you know, yeah, Billy Zane commercial ruined it for everything. Douchebags just took it over, right? And next, thing you know, you know, first of all, it's not supposed to taste like that. It's not supposed to taste like purple lavender, no. fucking uh, coconut day at the beach. It's supposed to taste like a you know 
You're smoking. It's supposed to be like a yeah. transmission. Yeah, I buy the like Virginia tobacco. I buy the Virginia right. tobacco flavor. Give me the fucking Teamster flavors, you know, and it made it fix it off cigarettes. And you know, you're supposed to have shame with it. And then like, yeah, the one Billy Zane commercial fucked it all up. And actually every douchebag took it over. And so, and then, that's the thing. Like, remember, remember when it first came out, you were allowed to smoke, you were allowed to vape inside in restaurants. It was like, oh, it's just chemicals, you know, whatever. It's just, it's just water going up. But then they're like, yeah, we just don't like the way it looks though. You look like a fucking douchebag. Not here, so bud. We're going to, we're going to make up the science. <laughs> And say, you know what? Scientifically, it's bad too. We don't even know if we're right. We just know we don't like looking at you doing that. I'll tell you, here, you vape wherever you want. You can vape in a restaurant in there. <laughs> Shit. You can. You can. You can eat. You can eat taco bread and vape at the same time. Uh, in, uh, in, in a restaurant. Bag. I mean, the bar, restaurant, grills. That's, that's I'm because they let you. I'm that's because they let you live out there. You you're living, Mike Burns. You're fucking. I am posted at the bar. <sighs> ripping that thing everyone does it the bartenders do it no one gives a fuck and, I, and i'll tell you another thing guess who doesn't care about this jewel ban <laughs> fucking saginaw michigan establishments the you shell stations that. got them i went into my uh, tobacco shop next to the gym where i where i buy them so i could uh grab mm-hmm. a couple packs they got stacks of them the guy said the reps coming in next week with a new special <laughs> he said <laughs> he said that that band we're not gonna yeah. even until it's like signed sealed and delivered it's fine right. we, we think it's yeah. gonna get turned over anyways they got a new promotion they're gonna have new deals i hope it makes the price go down because they gotta sell no all shit. this shit that's, they're sitting that's on product. a bad thing right yeah it might raise the price what, what? I mean, there's no reason of all the things the band the band that is just a joke there's someone who caught someone's uh, cash register uh, till toll at a gas station or a or tobacco shop or something I saw on social media today. Someone went in and bought out all of them. $970 worth. Oh, Jewel? That yeah. was Billy Zane. That was Billy Zane coming yeah. through. It's like when, you, uh, when you're in the paper and you go and get all the newspapers you know, from the machine and collect them all. That's what he does. He wants to get his last piece of work that he was in it's so fucking stupid because there's entire stores that are filled with other brands of vape i don't i'm not loyal to jewel that just happens to be what i have that's my apparatus i'll buy another one it's not like oh i feel bad for jewel the jewel company that's amazing they're just going after the name jewel really the brand jewel because they put like some ad in something and they said they marketed to teens i've never even seen flavored jewel stuff i've only seen uh virginia tobacco and menthol are they banning uh are they banning uh big league chew and fucking dip and sugar (laughs) what's the sugar what's the sugar we used to snort up it was like a cocaine starter kit uh, (laughs) fun dip pixie sticks (laughs) the the pixie sticks oh yeah the pixie It was a mini fucking Wolf on Wall Street starter kit they gave you as kids. They're not banning that though. I love. I love those candy cigarettes that had the powdered sugar inside. Candy cigarettes. You got like absolutely. one puff. You could you could mm-hmm. puff them once, and I'd just be like, <laughs> you're, puff, "You're puffing powder." I was like, "Man, I wish I I wish this would puff forever." And then I grew up right. and started to smoke, and it was wonderful. Yeah, I wonder how that happened. I did the same thing. <laughs> you know, two packs of fucking candy cigarettes a day. They also didn't. I was an addict. I was an addict even back then. Are you a are you a Miss Cigarettes guy or are you a I don't even fucking think about it anymore. Well, I don't think about it anymore. Thanks to the great honorable Dr. Alan Carr. He's not a doctor, but that book. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
the book easy way to quit smoking i always promote this i don't i don't believe in anything in life as you know my friend but mm-hmm. i do believe yeah. in this book. I do, but I do believe in this book is the only thing that made me stop smoking. You don't, you don't think about it. You don't, uh, matter of fact, we see someone smoking now. And I should tell Aaron this, uh, um, she, <laughs> still smoking from me, I don't pity you. I end, I don't envy you. I pity you. That's what you say when you see someone smoking and you know, you don't say that someone who still smokes, they don't like that, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, yeah, now it's definitely out of sight, out of mind. Drinking the other, on the other hand is, is not, yeah, we'll talk about drinking a little bit later. Sure, but yeah, no, I don't think about smoking. The only time I, the only time you miss smoking, actually, if you if you look about it, smoking is such a crazy addiction because it's just addiction for addiction's sake. You know, it's there's no real high out of it. It's not like you know drinking or drugs or har- anything really. You, you may be the first one in the morning you get like a little, you just get lightheaded of a buzz, but other than that, you're you're not getting any fucking right. buzz. But you're doing it just to relieve the to have the anxiety released of needing a cigarette right. anxiety that you, that you created, you know, like, Oh, I need a cigarette. So I don't have to think about having a cigarette. It's a snake so eating, it's, eating tail. That's all it is. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I, I still say in the act, but it's like playing blackjack when you only get one card, you know, no chance of winning whatsoever, but you just keep playing, you know, right. like, all right, hit me five. Fuck. I lost again, <laughs> but I like but it. You just keep, but I like it. Here's 10 more bucks. I'll do it again tomorrow. I guess I'll just show up and keep playing. But when you look at it, so you don't even, the only time you miss, you enjoy smoking cigarettes the most when you don't even realize you're doing it. Like if you're at a casino yeah. or if you're in any bar drinking where you can smoke inside of a bar where you're just blowing rock, you know, you're just blowing through them while you're drinking. You're not even thinking about it. But when you're outside freezing or doing something like in the rain, huddle it up like you're, you know, you're making an event out of it because you have to do it. You don't like it, but you know, you have to get it done. So I, when you're blowing through them, like at a casino, I could do it a lot. That's when I'm like, I kind of miss it then. I miss it would go with the drinking. But right now I, I see someone smoking outside. I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's, that's right. I feel bad. I'm like, I know what that's like, you know, getting off a flight and going right outside to fucking. Oh, God. <laughs> or, or when I'd wait, waiting to get on the flight, when I'd show up to get dropped off at the airport, I'd gun, mm-hmm. I'd rip one and then I'd, oh, I should go in and check in. And yep. then I'd be like, no. I'm gonna have another one because, like, this is the last one. This is the last fucking and every, one. Right, and every flight, like, I could be going from LA to Phoenix, but I feel like I'm going to Japan. So, like, oh, I better get one in. Who knows? It might not be another five hours before I'm be able to get it because I'm gonna get on the plane, get through. Right? You can say this is the last fucking one. And then sometimes I'd go back through security and go have yeah. one. That's the yeah. scummiest thing. That's like I've done. I've done that. Go through <laughs> security twice times. during a layover is yeah. insanity. Yeah leave sometimes i'll leave i don't care i'll leave the luggage whatever and then they think well what were you doing you check it you first of all you already checked in Dude, <laughs> right. where the fuck is your where's your luggage what are you going to take over this plane or something oh it's over there it's fine <laughs> no nah, it's it's back there who cares i needed to smoke all right well don't do that again unattended totally cool <laughs> nothing nothing there's nothing in it i swear <laughs> where are the airports you're still allowed to smoke at? Atlanta and Vegas? Is that about it? That it, that Atlanta smoking lounge that's upstairs is the dregs of society. And I would go up there like it was I thought I was going to heaven. I, mm-hmm. I didn't it it was thick and blue and nasty in there and everything is covered in yellow nicotine. The bar, yeah. your glasses, everything. I don't need to see any studies about how smoking is bad for you. All you do is just take a lap in that smoking lounge. It's, uh, I mean, it's, 
everyone's gray everyone's a gray backdrop in there everyone's gray everyone i mean there's like just ghosts in there like souls like you see like you know (laughs) missing parents and shit like oh my Uh god i it's horrible i don't miss it because of the jewel right i can that's what i mean it's it's a great replacement i don't it's a great replacement when, yes. when someone goes out now and smokes a cigarette and I smell it waft in, it doesn't smell good to me. And for a while it no. did. Now when they right. come in and then they sit down next to you and they just reek like a fucking bucket of piss. It's mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I smelled like that it's all the wild. time. I didn't know. It's wild. And I used to hate people. And I used to hate people that would complain about how I would make them smell and they're smoking. Oh, fuck yourself. This is America. I keep <laughs> right. my freedoms and now, and now I'm just like that. Oh, you're in my clothes. It's going to be in my shirt all day. I'll tell you, on Saturday, I was sitting by the pool at my buddy Snowman's and it was getting to be like, it was like dusk, like the sun was going down. You're sitting there drying off in your trunks, having a couple drinks. I was a little, little, yeah. little stoned. And I was like, this is when I miss cigarettes. Like this, I, this is like where we could sit here. Like we're all sitting at yeah. an outside table, just yeah. bullshit and having some laughs. I was like, right now is when I miss cigarettes. Now is when I, I could, I would rip a whole pack, having, having the giggles and just chaining them. But I was just going to say, you painted a beautiful picture that I do. I, that was some of my fun, funnest cigarette smoking is standing in a pool with the sunglasses on yeah. there's something oh, there's something because there's something dangerous about because ash could get in the pool uh-huh. you know, you're standing in the pool you're smoking over it talking there's little kids running by you're like there's nothing more dirt ball than that while smoking a cigarette while in a pool that other people are going into I was, and it's just you know you're not ashing in it but who knows with the wind blowing something yeah. bad could happen with it you know? it's, but you're it's right. fine it's fine it'll it'll work out i was in Fairless a smoking in general being wet and sm- being wet and smoking is great it's a great look this is a great look i was on spring look. break in high school in like uh myrtle beach and i was in the hotel shower and i had a beer in there and i smoked a cigarette in the shower like real careful in, yeah. in a little window and i blew it i was like thought to myself like this is probably what robert de niro does you know i was like 17 18 years old i was like mm-hmm. i bet robert de niro smokes in the shower <laughs> this makes sense and i don't know why but it's so decadent it's so just- absolutely i mean you want to talk about glamorizing smoking when they say hollywood you know hollywood took a lot of shit for glamorizing smoking whatever all the years but like de niro goodfellas with that slow motion of uh I don't know, Dan, 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 when he's fucking, when he's, when he's at the bar and he's got the cigarette and he's got the scotch, you know, and he's coming up in his eyes and he's giving that look like he's going to kill, uh, whatchamacallit, Jimmy or whatever the fuck it is. He's just going to kill. And he's just looking, he's just, he's the way, the way he takes that cigarette in, like his whole oh. face hurts, mm-hmm. but he enjoys it. it. Everything wrinkles up like a catcher's glove yeah. and he takes it. And it's like this 20 second slow motion. Like, oh, that's, that's as good as cigarette skets. That, I mean, that's, there's right. no better. There's no better human smoking an awful nicotine stick than the way De Niro is right there in Goodfellas. And he's, just, he sucks on that thing like it's a clogged one hitter. You know, you, your yeah, one hitters all gummed right? up. Yeah, like just he's like, pulling. He's pulling from it. <laughs> he's filling it up. His intestines are filled with smoke. It's just a full pull. Oh God, Real, that, that could have been literally the whole movie, and it still would have been. Could have been just it that. It would have been the second best movie of all time behind Goodfellas number one. Is the way the way Marty first. Yeah. <laughs> the Mar- Marty, that was Marty's Marty. Marty, I remember Marty. Me and Marty did coke for a year straight. We came out. We wrote Taxi Driver. 
did Marty party? Did, 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 oh, yeah. Yeah. There's like legendary stories, him and like Robbie Robertson, like doing coke for an entire year in an apartment in New York and shit. Yeah. See, I don't know. I, I've never read any Martin Scorsese posts. I didn't, I didn't know if he was a square guy or if he mm-hmm. led the real Hollywood rock and roll lifestyle. Well, I'm sure he did rock and roll lifestyle, but he was also, I'm sure he's definitely a sideline reporter. Any, anyone who writes like that, or, they're just observers. They're not the ones living the crazy life. But once he became a star, why wouldn't I? Mean, you know, well, like an Oliver Stone, late, I think I believe in Oliver Stone. I believe in Oliver Stone is ripping rails and booze bagging and just mm-hmm. smashing keys on his on on the typewriter, and then oh, I guess <laughs> yeah. it's a movie. Now. Of course he is. Someone needed to take that shit away from him. Next thing you know, he's making Alexander, a seven-hour movie about fuck. I watched we watched Alexander in the theaters, and. uh he does flashbacks in that movie to earlier in the movie. Like just say, <laughs> <laughs> like, flashbacks. He's like, remember like full on five minute flashbacks just to remind you what we did four hours ago. <laughs> Speaking of cigarettes, I remember going outside doing a like getting a cigarette in the middle of the movie. Like, fuck, I'm not waiting to the end of this movie. Like I'm, I'll go out to make my own intermission. I'm not going to miss anything. Oh my I, took God. A, I, I took a 20 minute break outside for a cigarette and came back in. I did watch the rest of Alexander. And it was a delight. I did that all the time at the Arclight. I would go out, go take a mm-hmm. piss, go smoke a cigarette, come back in, and I would time it. I was like, okay, this is the end of the second act. Okay, so there's a little gap of some bullshit, and then it'll be third act, like break yeah. down the script, and then I go out, right. suck it down, like suck that fucking cigarette down and mash it in one of those, <laughs> uh, those sand dealies they had sitting out there. Yeah, absolutely. I used to think they should have the movie playing in the bathroom, like on a TV, so you don't miss things. And I'm like, eh, I guess some people just go to the bathroom. Yeah, you just have a little like clicky button where you can switch right. to a different screen. It's like pick, pick the movie that you're trying to watch. This is a great idea. I think so. Well, that's why I mean, they're fucking somebody... closed. That's why they're closed. I guess that's it. Fucking arc light. I know. <laughs> Nothing to do with COVID. They just could have could have put screens in the pisser. Fucked up. <laughs> I've been saying it for years. I'm switching to a more uh, positive format for the show, CJ. This isn't what the show, the the new format's going to be, but it's you got well, it's, uh, like you said, it's, it's summer hours. Something wrong with a positive spin. I, th- I just I've been I'm, dis- not- I'm disgusted by the state of the world. I'm just disgusted by everything. And usually we do these dark crime stories, which are, sometimes they're lighthearted, but it's just always. Mm-hmm. And then there, we've shifted into like slight political rhetoric here and there, and I don't like it. And I'm not doing it anymore. I don't, I don't fucking care. <laughs> I can't help anything. You know, like, I understand, like, some people want to be, and, 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 you know, more power to them, that people that are that are activists or people that want to get involved and make changes. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm too much of a snowflake for that. I, my brain is, my brain is yeah. very fragile, and I need happiness and good times. I can't help you. I want, <laughs> I, I can give money. I will give you some money. I, yeah, but, your money. I'm not an I I I uh, I'm a proud non-ally, only because of I'm for the cause. I'm for all that, but I'm, I don't like to announce. I don't like to claim myself to be an ally of anything because they they only get torn down. It's just there's only one way to go is down. If you're like an ally, you know what I mean. That's too much. That's too much fucking pressure. You know, too much personal information. Yeah, I'm just neutral. I'm sweet. Whatever. If you want to say that's an enemy, that's fine. That's on you. I don't care. But I'm not marching. I'm not doing anything. I mean. 
I was just thinking about that. I was talking with the uh, Nevada. Have you ever marched anything? Like anytime I actually got out, got outside of the apartment, especially on a Saturday. It sounds like an awful thing to do on a Saturday. Right. And those, it, those people are better. Than, they're better than me. I, I'm not. Right. I'm a. I'm they're just, better. They I'm make s- better signs. When we march, we just look like guys walking down the street. Like I'm just part. Like I got caught up in this parade of uh, you know activism. <laughs> And I'm just trying to get to CBS or something like that. And I'm like, oh, don't mind me. I'm just crossing here. I feel like a poser. I think that's what you're getting. Absolutely. I feel like I, right. like I don't I don't belong here. These people don't like me. They don't like me. They don't, <laughs> they, 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 they don't want me here. No, I'm never wanted. I want to help. I want to help, but you don't want. It's like I show up at the soup kitchen. They're like, yeah, you, Trust you, me. you should go yeah, home. You don't, you don't want my help. Right. Exactly. You're just, just put that down. You know what? We, go, we appreciate the effort. We go down there. I love the whole thing. Obviously, the Rovers Wade uh, protests are going on right now. A lot of people, like on Twitter, like a lot of people are silent. A lot of men are silent about this. What well, I don't know. I, I, I support. I'm like, we don't want to hear your opinion. We don't want to hear a guy's opinion. Well, you said it. I know. I saw it was like right. It was a tweet right underneath the tweet. It was hilarious. These men are silent, and then one, we don't want to hear from you. Men. <laughs> like, I've seen that. That's that's that's, that's Twitter hilarity. And, and you but, know, I I, and, and I, right. I, support, I don't want I don't want to hear from me either. I, I, I support them. Think I, I want to hear me? I gotta listen. I gotta listen to me all day. I don't want to hear from me. No, I think they should march. I, I right. I, 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 Absolutely. Yeah, and I just, but yeah, I've I've had that. Like we don't want we don't want your help. <laughs> Do you think they did that on a Friday on purpose, just so it gives them something? That like gives them something to march to on a Saturday. Let them go out there because they mm. love planning a Saturday anyway. You yeah. Know? So they go out there, they can do the whole March thing and then take up their entire weekend and then we get to stay home and watch the uh, Avalanche, you know, watch the Stanley Cup. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's a, that's also the other thing. It's like when there's serious issues like that and people are very upset, it's like I have this guilt of I want to tweet like, motherfucker, the over, we need a goal. Like, and I'm like, I you know. can't, I I mean, can't tweet that on. right now. It's not for, you, we, I can't enjoy something right now. Now's not the time, not the time. Is it Twitter just for, Twitter stupid. Me. When did Twitter Trust become me. this serious forum? When did Twitter yeah. become, a, it used to be dad boner taking dumps. That's what it was. It was dad <laughs> boner talking about his wet dumps and, that's, and his and roommate is, Dave you know, barfing up a bottle of crown royal in the toilet and then and then falling off a balcony that's what it used to be and not to gas you up and toot your horn on your own show but that's when this country went to shit when when it, when twitter no longer became about dad boner taking dumps <laughs> and now we gotta fucking now we gotta protect our human rights on there trust me you want to see our tweets about the stanley cup not about rover's weight you're not gonna like that one I understand the I understand the outrage. It's not, be, it's not gonna be appropriate or even enough. But when there's a whole grouping of you know, people who follow people on social media usually flock. So your followers are people mm-hmm. that only that already super believe the way that you do, whether it's so right it or left. And then yeah. people sh- show the share their outrage of almost screaming at people. This is what I think you should do. And it's like, mm-hmm. you're telling people that already believe what you you're do. You're telling your own. It's all preaching to the choir. Like, I don't have right wingers following me at Pizza Nacho 69. They, they, they just right. don't. So, like, what do you want? What am I going to scream at Morgan Murphy? Like, you got <laughs> what you got to do, Morgan. <laughs> this, these fucking Republicans, you're just taking over. What, and then they're creating a new world order by kicking a beast nest. Like, they've, you know, already. Mm-hmm. Loud and clear. 
I already know. <laughs> yeah, right. We got you. And then my entire algorithm has my feed of, of nonstop sentiments that are just like yours. Right. And they're just screaming to each other. Right. It's the echo chamber. You didn't share. I'm like, to who? To you. I got I I to share this to you. You're mad at me that I didn't I didn't support to you because you already know I what know. you wanted. Also, tweets aren't support. They're not real. No, it doesn't do anything. Summer hours. <laughs> <laughs> the special summer hours. Summer hours. Had to get a show in the bank because I'm going on the epic adventure this week. Michigan tour. Um, the Michigan tour. You're going out of town. Out of town. I'm going Packing out of town. Out of t- <laughs> Backpack worth of out of town. Going to see the oh. MNB boys tomorrow. For oh, two great. days, two days of Vince and Pop Man. Ooh, ooh, boy, oh boy. Mm. Vince books a Thursday. Vince books a Thursday morning show every week out here, eight forty. By that I mean a five cement Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. We do it every th- every Thursday. With Vince books. It's a very exciting thing. So he can't do it this Thursday because he's out there with Michigan, um, with you guys, and uh, he's just an absolute fucking delight. I just wanted to give Vince that. He just shout uh, out on your show. I mean, he's just a sweet, sweet man. He uh, he's a he's a giver. He's a giver. He is a giver. He is a giver. I when I was out of town, he he turned me on to this thing of uh, during a pandemic. High Times, the magazine, of course, they do a thing called the Cannabis Cup, which is I guess their year award for a week, whatever. Mm-hmm. And and the judges got these backpacks of these sample things. But since they had no cannabis cup, they started they sold the these judges kits for all these different weeds on pennies on a dollar. And Vince turned me on to it. I, I drink the beverage, the weed beverages a lot because I like to make mocktails to supplement drinking. Cause I don't drink anymore. And it was like, you know, like 60 bucks or something for like 500, $400 worth of stuff. And wow. then when it came back and now, now the canvas, it was so popular. Now that the canvas cup is back. Now they've changed it to, okay, you can still buy these backpacks. And now you're a judge. Everyone's a judge. Just fill out a card and fill it in, but which we never do, but you know, but I was out of town, and it's like first come, first serve. And I asked Vince if he could, you know, maybe get one. I was out of town, and he, and he bent over backwards to get it delivered and his thing. And they didn't even have it, so he handpicked all the other drinks, made his own grab bag judges kit just for me, and um, did it like, like early in the morning when I was out of town. Saved it for me and got me no questions asked, and I paid it for person. Gave him a little something for the effort, but it's just un- just he's just uh, just an unbelievably sweet, sweet, sweet gift. Yeah, I didn't plan any of this stuff. We're going to a concert. We're going to see AEW wrestling, hotel mm-hmm. reservations. All right, he I has it all set I didn't up. Book that. He said, "Hey, Pop, ask me and Pop. Do you have these? Block off these two days. We're going to yeah. my morning jacket. We're going to AEW wrestling. Meet at this hotel around two or three, and then we're going mm-hmm. to hit Gasoline Alley, and it go <laughs> and it starts there, and it ends when yeah. we leave on Thursday morning." And that's it. I should <laughs> just show up. <laughs> that's what it is. Just show up. He says, end of the month. This was in April. Uh, Tigers are coming into Dodger Stadium for three Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You pick a day. You just pick a day. And you just show up. I'll show take up. care of the rest. He, he bought tickets for the entire weekend. And he yeah. tells me, okay, Sunday, you show up. I'll be the guy in the tall Daryl Evans jersey. <laughs> be there, you know, fucking statue. You're goddamn right. You just show up. And next thing you know, you're sitting. Uh, Behind third base. No. Watching uh, watching Cabrera hit his 527th home run. It's good to have someone in the crew who is highly responsible and good yes. at doing those sorts of things. And, t- and takes care of, plans things and executes his plans. As opposed to 
back and forth, back and forth. What day can you do? What can, right. he, It's cut and dried with Vince. It's this day. I bought the mm-hmm. shit. Do you want to go or not? <laughs> That's why women have such an advantage over us because they're all those people. You know, we have one in that group, but they're they're all planners. They all know what to do. They're all responsible. You know. Right. Right. They might they might hate each other behind each other's back, but they're gonna they're gonna get to the brunch. You know what I mean? They're gonna pick out the restaurant. They're gonna be there. So we're getting this show in the bank. It's early. It's it's a Monday. It'll come mm-hmm. out Thursday. Um, this Thursday it's coming out. Nice. Yes, come out Thursday, and I'll be yeah. uh, I'll be off into the wild blue yonder, and then I'm going no. to Grand Rapids. Then I'm going to the UP. I'm going to go up in the woods and ride four wheelers and act like a maniac person. Having a Michigan summer, really kid rocking it out there. I had to get real clean. I had mm-hmm. to. I got. A, I you know like I took five days no booze. I uh, I did let myself have one joint to just have a couple puffs. Yeah. Last night, I will confess that I drank a six pack of Bud Light bottles because I'm not that big into Bud Light, but I needed some Bud Light, Bud Light bottles. Yes, and it was that's all I had in the house was okay. six Bud Light bottles. You can't do it. Nothing wrong is going to happen. No, nothing is wrong. Well, unless you leave the house, right? No, but I wasn't going to leave the house. The hockey game was on. That's right. Sunday, yeah, Sunday night sex. That sounds absolutely fine. Yeah, I went all day. I went out and I uh, sat on the river with my parents at this seafood restaurant. I had a nice meal. My mother's getting toasted up on white wines. My dad's drinking bread, <laughs> and I drank iced teas. And I was like, "I know I can't start now because this is four o'clock. I gotta wait until it's eight o'clock when the game mm-hmm. starts, and then it's Sunday night. I'm in the house. I got six beers. I'm not gonna leave and go down." To a JB's saloon or what have you. <laughs> I would love to go to JB's saloon. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's all, that's all we need in life is a fucking JB saloon. <laughs> it's, it's a real simple Shh. life here, Charles. Uh, and I'll I know, you. I know. And, you're, and, like, and you've been texting lately and selling the Saginaw man <laughs> that you are. And, I, and I'm extremely jealous. And people ask me all the time, I, oh, you talked to Burns? But yeah, I've been texting with him a lot. You know, how's he doing? Like, he's just a guy. And he loves it. You know, and he's, 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 he's hit that dream, that goal. He's just a guy. There's no fucking pressure. He's absolutely free. He's, and he's got his bar. He's got his town. And he can live. I told he you. Can live. He lives in a town where they don't give a shit about Jewel Boy banning. You know, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's no protests. Everyone absolutely. hates the government equally. They hate all of them. Right. Everyone hates really everybody. Hate, <laughs> trust me. You don't want to see how we hate the government. Just <laughs> let's just have a drink here at JB. <laughs> Before I show you my militia in the woods, I got back. Here. <laughs> but uh, to be fair, for months before I left, I would complain to you on the golf course. I was like, I just want to be a guy. No, I, just, I love it. I, I'm sick of it. this. I I, I, I don't want to go to Santa Monica to meet with Debbie at ABC anymore. <laughs> I don't want to fucking pop in for coffee at Pixar <laughs> to see if I have any fun yeah. ideas for an animated film and that'll never fucking happen and waste my whole day. I don't want to do it anymore. I just don't. And I, it came down to this. I just didn't care. I stopped fucking caring. I stopped caring if I booked the thing or got the job or did this because it got you, you get turned no told no so many times over right. and over and over again that you're like enough is enough. I'm not, I'm not getting smacked around by this. I'm leaving my, the husband. I'm leaving the Hollywood husband. I get, every, every week I get smacked in the mouth 10 times. And, I, what, and for what? For shit I don't even care about. To work on right. shows that are dog shit that I don't fucking like. That and won't give me can't. any gratification anyway. And then even when I get paid, which is a ton of fucking money, it's not enough money to pay for my fucking rent. So I, no. what am I doing? 
All right, rub it in. Rub it in, Sagamos. <laughs> we get it. I, we I, get it, you fucking nothings. We get it. You won, all right? You won at being nothing. God <laughs> I'm damn nothing. it. I'm just a fucking guy. I'm just a guy at the end of the bar. <laughs> That's it. Affordable nothing. That's the only goal. Or, that's the only achievable dreams we have in life. Well, I wasn't but happy I'm, anymore. I'm, a, I'm, a hun- I'm 100% jealous. No, I get it. You know, I wasn't. I, I was never happy. I was happy when I was at the roost with the MNB boys, and I was happy when I played golf with you guys. And mm-hmm. other than that, my life was a living hell, and I just fucking wanted to die all the time, and I hated it. And now, mm-hmm. now I'm happy at Aldi. I'm happy at Menards, looking at do- door handles. I'm happy driving <laughs> to the fucking car wash. And it, see, that's beautiful too. I just don't know if I deserve that kind of happiness. I me, think because you have to be re- I hate my life out here, that's what I deserve. <laughs> you have to be and ready that for is- it. Happy. See, it's kind of like this thing. We don't like. I don't. Do we deserve to accept the ten dollars on Venmo from a fan? Do I deserve happiness at Aldi at a doorstop? You know, what I mean, at some. You don't know town until and, you do it. I'll tell you. I I have become that guy though. I know. I realize it's semi irritating that I become like this is better. No, I I've become the person who went to Europe. And it's like, well, in Europe, it's fucking awesome it's, because they and it's this. the equivalent, yeah, and it's the equivalent of people in LA or California sending back people to Chicago or Midwest screenshots of the weather. You know what I mean? Like, this is what I'm out here for. Like, go fuck yourself with right. your 70 degree day. And this is what you sending me a picture at Aldi. <laughs> like, this is what I'm out here. Look at how empty this parking lot is at Trader Joe's. Double There's parts. nobody here yet. Yeah, there is nobody can, there. I can park sideways if I want. There's nobody here. There's eight cashiers. It's all empty and they're all smiling. I mean, they're all happy. I got a whole load of groceries in five minutes. <laughs> oh my god! And then the I need. I know. Cashier I was cute, groceries. nice. She was nice, and she really liked where she liked being at work. <laughs> Ah, they enjoy being at work. They enjoy the day. Because they're making money. They? And because the money that they make is enough money to have money and buy stuff as opposed it's to enough it's enough money to have money. Uh-huh. That's what it is. That's what that that's what that that's what America's supposed to be. Right. And <sighs> like I'll tell you, you know, I don't want to talk about protests anymore, but I watch the protests. Talk about I, it. I watch them on the TV. Yeah. And it's just like <laughs> There's, you gotta be careful out there. There's cops whipping people on the ground, and there's cops did threatening you, to shoot you, people, and everyone's screaming. And then I look up my window; you, it's just <laughs> there ain't no one fucking. It's amazing. People there's have no other shit to do here. They're busy. Right. <laughs> they have they have their jobs and their lawns to mow, and they got to go to JB's and see they Cindy for a couple cocktails. And they don't. Did want, you see? Not uh, doing anything. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you see the video of um, the cops throwing uh, what's her face from Full House? Stephanie Tanner is a character name, whatever, whatever what? her real name is. Stephanie, it, it, went, oh, no. it was it was it was trending on Twitter yesterday. Take a look at it. Um, they launched her. She wrote, you know, they're protesting under the highway. This is what's going to happen. This one, I love when these people. <laughs> when these people get they get right in cops' faces and fucking scream at them and shit, and then they get they then they're shocked. When they get thrown and move aside, uh-huh. you know, like, don't you know this is what's going to happen? This is what cops do. It's like poking a fucking tiger cage and being upset that a tiger is going to bite your hand that you're sticking right. in through the cage. That's yeah, what they do. Anyway, they throw Stephanie Tanner to the ground. It, it looked bad and it was bad. You know, and as soon as they throw someone, I'm like, what the fuck? Right. It, it's shocking. It gives you this thing. And I'm like, I can't watch this. I can't watch this. But you, got, but, but you have to watch this video because as soon as they throw it to the ground, as soon as people start screaming, someone, and it has to be a cop, plays like this comical siren noise like a bird like 
you. And it drowns out everyone going, what the fuck? And you could tell, it seemed like it was like a machine. It wasn't a cop car. Like, it wasn't like, it wasn't a cop siren. Because like this, well, yeah. And I'm like, did someone edit this video? I'm like, no, this is what really happened down there. There's a guy now who plays a siren, like a comical siren, just to draw it out. They're like, whoop, we did a blooper. <laughs> we did a Marv Albert blooper there. Boo, woo, woo, woo. Toss an actress to the to the ground, and she's uh, she's probably scraped. Oh my god. See that? Things are fun out here too. Things aren't boring. That's for sure. <laughs> I know. That's all. It's interesting that I, I I do look at that some of those and I'm like, look, you know, cops are bad. They're yeah. nothing. That's not going to change things because you screamed an inch from their right. face and then you got fucked up and like, it, obviously they don't care if it's filmed. It's amazing, I know. It's, right? Obviously they don't care. And don't get thrown like, on the ground. It's not helping you. Like scream at them, but like give a buffer zone, maybe five feet, so you give don't get fucking whipped. Buffer zone, don't especially this. You're yelling, whipped. no justice, no peace. This is about rovers. Is this about rovers? Wait, what's this about? You're just out screaming at them, and then like, oh man, there was that one, the one in Iowa where the truck ran over those two people. It was amazing. It was a tweet like, oh, Des Moines, Iowa, this truck runs over two peaceful protesters. Like, holy fuck! And then next week, okay, it went over to one lady's foot. They're okay. I'm like, all right, well, what is this thing? Then they showed a video, and it's people standing in front of vehicles trying to stop traffic. And yes, no, you shouldn't drive over people, but also if you stand in front of a truck, there's a possibility. Like civilian, civilian automobiles. Yeah, civilian automobiles. The guy was just trying to get through. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, get through traffic, and like, yes, you shouldn't do that. I get it. If I'm, if I'm, For the um, record, but I mean, what the fuck? You can't be surprised if you stand in front of a car trying to block traffic and the car runs you and you get hit by the car. I got anxiety, you, man. You, know, if you, you don't get in front of a truck when you're not standing in front of a truck. If a mob of people surrounds my especially car. Some, especially if, some shit kicker in Iowa. If, 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 a, if a mob of people in Iowa surround my car when I'm on the highway, I'm going <laughs> to, my anxiety is going to kick in right. fucking hard. I mean, road rage. <laughs> I got to go. Enough. I got to go. <laughs> Rage is bad enough, and now I got people in sandals making rhymes and shit in front of me. About, now I'm uh, in jail. Now I'm in jail. <laughs> what an awful way to go to jail for life. <laughs> God damn it. I watched uh, Brawl in Cell Block 99 again the other day. You, have you seen this? Oh, yes, sir. Boy, yes, sir. I, I, nothing makes me more terrified of going to prison than Brawl in Cell one? Block 99. It looks really bad, and because Vin- Vince Vaughn might break your spine. <laughs> right, real ass. Did you see? Yeah, I, I am not. Did you see the, the new one with him, and Mel Gibson, or something? It's by yes. the same director. Yes, uh, dragged intense. across con- con- concrete. Yeah, yeah. Not quite exactly. as not quite as fun. Not as fun. <laughs> <laughs> somehow not as fun as that. Not as fun as that prison riot one, but uh... <laughs> somehow not as fun. <laughs> The violence wasn't as fun in that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you rewatch the Cell Block one? Yeah, they, uh, AMC's been playing it. And okay. It comes on. It's nice. I had to wait for a ball game or something. And mm-hmm. it's such a long. Those movies are they're so great. You just put on a chunk. There's no like boring. It. There's no boring part. <laughs> it's yeah. all. It's all. It's all the guy from Wedding Crashers ripping people's arms off and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right it's nothing like you have to follow along to to i like that with any movie basically first of all it's watching them in chunks i like when people complain about movies being too long and general like oh movies are so long they're as fucking long as you want them to be like you control the projector 
Like, you know, you're not going to the theater anymore. This movie is, you have a, a remote in your hand that can start and stop this movie that you want. Like, oh, like The Irishman's four hours. Great. That's a month for me. That's a, I'm going to take a month <laughs> to watch that and I'm going to fall asleep every night and it's going to be beautiful. I'm five stars for putting me to sleep. Like I watched the new, the new James Bond uh, was on Amazon, whatever. And people were like, oh, so long. But that was the best week of sleep I ever had was trying to watch No Time to Die. And it was great. I'm like, I watch it 20 minutes at a time. You know, and I finally got there. Like, it's, it's, you, you are Quibi. You control how long the movie is. It's like if you buy a 15-inch sub or extra-large pizza. You know what? Right. It's too much. We don't need to eat it all right yeah, now. Yeah, we you, don't need to eat all this now. We don't need. You don't need to get this shit done today. You just need to do this shit all day. You have a couple slices at night, and then you have a couple slices for breakfast, and then a couple mm-hmm. slices the next night. You don't eat it all at once. You make a week out of it. That's I, all. I watch movies like that purposely broken up into hour chunks. So, like, I watch it until it's bang hour. Yeah. Like if it's two and a half hour, an hour, hour, then I watch the next hour the next night, and then I turn that off and I watch Seinfeld reruns or what have you. Yeah, and, and then you, the you next let, night I have let, a half hour left. You you let the mind unwind with some fucking fluff, and then you come back to it. You enjoy it more that way. Absolutely, I'll even give myself. I'll start a little five minutes beforehand, kind of like those old sequels when they would when like Rocky Two or something yeah. when they'd. St- when they start off with the final five minutes of the last movie, just to get your brain rejuvenated, mm-hmm. you know, a little flashback. Remember, remember this? Yeah, yeah. Man, you, yeah you just zip it, back, the movie. zip it back a little bit. Zip it back a couple minutes. Get my, get my, okay. And I get back in this world. I'm back in the James Bond world. And here we are. My last night, last night's film was um, after the, after the hockey game, I watched uh, first blood again. They have all the Rambos yeah. on, on, on HBO. Mm-hmm. And there's, and I did watch the whole movie. But there is something about that. Watching that movie and revisiting it and really watching it, it's better than you think. If you haven't watched it in a long time. I have not. I need to revisit. It's much better than you think. It's Some parts are pretty funny. I do contest that a lot of early Sylvester Stallone movies are very, very funny. If you go into them watching Rocky One or or, uh, First Blood. Well, that's his thing. Pretend. Pretend. Yeah, he wanted to be a straight-up comedy, I think, Rambo. <laughs> he wanted to be a slapstick comedy. They had to talk him out of it because he does that with all of his scripts. Like, he just punches up jokes. Like Tango and Cash was like his, when him is in his glory of like, this is full-on jokes. Right. And like they're, they're, he wanted Rambo to be like a Vietnam knee slapper. And they're like, Jesus, we got we to make, you know, if keep, you, him a little, keep him a little <laughs> bloodthirsty. If you watch Rocky One specifically mm-hmm. as – Sylvester Stallone playing Rocky as a mentally handicapped guy like Rosie O'Donnell does in that riding the bus with my sister. If you watch it that way and pretend the whole time that it's an actor doing a horrible, horrible job at portraying a mentally handicapped person, it changes the entire dynamic of the film. It changes him working in the pet store. You know, he's (laughs) leering at, at, at Adrian it's beating it, up people as a, as for the for the mob, the mob taking advantage of them and using this fucking you know this handicapped guy to uh, right beat, beat up people who are delinquent in payments. Yes, it changes the whole thing. And then you go to uh, and I've done this. I did this during COVID with a full Rocky marathon. And then you get into I believe it's three when he's got the robot and the cars, and mm-hmm. now it's this guy who is. An, a complete buffoon. And I'm not saying he's full on 
you know, mentally handy. He's like, he's yeah. just, you know, he's mule kicked. He got kicked when he right. was a kid. Mm-hmm. And he's just real slow, dumb guy, the town dumb guy. And he's bought this robot in the snow cone yeah. machine. <laughs> snow cone machine. He can't read the script for a deodorant commercial. No. <laughs> He's doing things, but he's got a leather jacket with a tiger on it. Right. Like that was his big, big spending. I want that jacket so bad. That jacket is incredible. Dude, his outfits in three alone are just turbo sexy. I mean, he's got like, in in four, he's got like these leather jackets that are waist high. You Mm -hmm. know, they go, they cinch around like a big shoulder above the belt. Like, it's amazing. Like, they're like, they're like. Turbo, I think me and Sean Cole, the only thing you call is turbo sex, (laughs) his entire look, the entire way through it. Was the robot waiter four or three? I remember that in the 80s, that was like the epitome of of being rich in the future is having a robot waiter. It might be four. I believe it's it's four because in the, I think in the new version that he put out, that was the recut. I don't think the robot's in it. I think he took it mm, out, which interesting. a lot of now, people were steamed about. Like, man, we all remember the robot. You got to leave the robot in. It's like part the of the fucking movie. robot. And he became a, a love interest of Paulie's, didn't he? <laughs> Paulie, and they like have a whole thing together. He reprogrammed it where he like. Uh, Paulie know, fucked his, that robot for sure. Yeah, he fucked the robot and, Paul, <laughs> and, he, gave, Paul, and he gave him a beer. It was amazing. He got the he got this underage robot drunk, and then I uh, had sex with it. That Paulie ultimate Dire- ultimate dirtbag. Paulie was director di- director's cut of Rocky Four. Now with robot fucking. <laughs> Paulie, stop putting your snow cone in my robot ass. In my robot ass. I would love I would love a Paulie like um, side project. Where someone is just, it's just called Pauly. Like they did Joker. Let's get this universe. Fuck Lightyear. Can we get a Pauly goddamn prequel of yeah. the uh, movie, whatever character? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's get a Pauly. Pauly prequel. Let's get a Because there was a time before Rocky became the uh, got his shot versus uh, Apollo Creed there in Rocky 1. Um, well, I guess he didn't need it. He needed his help for the side work, but Paulie was the guy on top. He's the one who gave Rocky work. He wanted to set him up with his sister. You know, Paulie, right. Paulie was the man about, Paulie was the man about town. Paulie scored him sniz, got him cash. You taking care mm-hmm. of him. I took, I mean, he got him the turkey, got him the leg. And then he gets he all, these, all these turbo sexy clothes and he's got, he gets, he's got a 75 he Trans Am. He's got a mansion. He's got a robot to fuck, right. a snow cone machine. Exactly. So he's going to have a bump in the road in the middle. He's going to stumble into an arcade and throw a bottle of fucking J, <laughs> J, a, a pint of J&B whiskey at the goddamn you fuck pin, my pinball sister. machine. I let you fuck my handicapped sister. I put, and now you're a pinball machine. They put a retard on a pinball machine. <laughs> it's not my fault. Jesus, Paul. <laughs> Come on. They are doing a... Um, Michael Mann is putting out a Heat book, which is a prequel. To a the, heat book, a uh, novel, a novel, which I, I've, uh, I heard about this. I, I, I tried to because I'm because we're friends with Ricky Carmona. I've heard about that. This. That would be where you would hear about this. Yeah, but yeah, I will read that. Nice. That sounds good, mm-hmm. and hopefully they make yeah. a movie about it. Heat. <laughs> hopefully they make a movie about it. They call it Heat Reheat. How do you not call it Reheat if you're going to do a fucking Heat sequel? Let's get a um. Let's get a prequel about Wayne Grow by that Cell Block ninety nine ah, guy. Give me, yeah, give me Wayne Grow Cell Block ninety nine. It be yeah, it's got to be that guy because Wayne Grow is not a good dude. <laughs> I saw he, I saw Heat in the theater. Oh um, yeah, I don't know if it was Christmas or Thanksgiving. It came out one of those big holidays and it was packed. Uh, that, th- those nights are always big nights for movies, like Christmas night, Thanksgiving night. Because after dinner, sometimes people you go out. 
you remember me and sister? It was packed. Like babies were in there because this is whatever. It was heat. It was a pretty intense movie. And like right, and when the credits rolled at the end, some guy yelled, he got up and he yelled. He goes, Michael Mann couldn't make a movie with Jesus Christ and the twelve apostles in the cast. Jesus and everyone, everyone laughed. I'm like, I still don't, I still don't really know what that means. <laughs> like, 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 I get what his sentiment was. <laughs> like, he had a big good cast, but I don't know why the apostles would be good actors. But uh, <laughs> and, and so we got to laugh. But it's, it, but it's something I always remembered about. Uh, he it was definitely. It's so, an incredible that, movie. Who, who sometimes, like sometimes, that? sometimes uh, I remember people heckling lines the most about a movie like at the rock when i saw the rock in the theater um we were leaving and it was packed these and the guy opens up the door and he held up everyone at the door the front that we, we exited through the front you know right by the screen and he turned and he stopped everyone and he just goes welcome to the parking lot and everyone stumbled <laughs> in the parking lot and it killed and it killed with about a group of 10 people right there i, think- I mentioned that because that was my movie uh, last night i watched the new nicholas cage movie the unbearable weight of massive talent or whatever. How did you like it? I liked it. I I, I rented it, the old rental. Right. And and it gives you, you have 72 hours to watch it. So it kind of lights a fire in your ass to watch it. And then I rewatch it. I'm like, well, this thing's going away a little bit. I might as well rewatch it at night. And and it was upon the rewatching where I liked it even more, actually. I didn't, at first time, at first viewing, I kind of like, ah, I thought it was going to be something different, you know, better. I thought it was going to be more Charlie Kaufman-esque, I guess. And, um, but it was great. It was, they, they said, they sent what they sent up. They paid homage, homage to like, like it was, it was all believable action movie shit, and it was, it was, it was pretty funny. It's on. I the mean, it's document. what you want. It, it's what. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? No, 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 no. I, I, uh, it's I, great. I, I, I mean, it's great. It, it's Cage being Cage. He's great, and the other guy is so great too. The guy who's the Mandalorian. I forget his name, but he's fucking. He's amazing in it, and it's 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 hilarious. It's funny. It was an option it's, it's, for last night. I went with I went with uh, First Blood because I was it was late. It's a, if it's if it's after right, if it's after eleven, I can't watch. No, no, a you new made thing. You, you made the right choice for First Blood. You don't want something new at that hour. No, at all. No, especially when you know you're you've enjoyed some marijuanas. And that's, for sure, that's when you need it. You have a very specific taste for what your brain can handle, and you have to know mm-hmm. that because there's nothing worse than renting a movie that's new and not retaining one bit of the information. Right. It's that's like, what happened to me. Why did I, 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 mean. I watch this? Right. I was stoned. I could barely watch it. I'm like, oh, maybe I didn't like it. Then when I rewatched it, I'm like, oh, no, I do like this. Hold on. Right. And Sometimes re- I'll have to read Yeah. And you remember it. You remember it. Right. The first time I watched it, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll read a review afterward just so I didn't. So then I know what I thought about it. <laughs> Someone tell me what I thought about this so I can have a conversation with it. I found that... Lately, I can't enjoy anything that's not a sports film. It's really tough. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Books too. I want to read an autobiography about Lenny Dykstra or something. I, I want everything. I get in moods. I get in moods where nothing sounds good. Like I, I watched some yeah. Robert Duvall golf movie called Utopia, which is this mm-hmm. guy gets stranded in this small town and he just blew it on the tour, <laughs> and then he's got a like Robert Duvall's gonna teach him golf again and it's awful but for some reason i find it comforting it's palpable when you have a dumb sport in there taking up some of the time you know what it does it gives you time off you don't have to focus on every line of dialogue when some idiots golfing or there's a fucking you know they're building to play dodgeball whatever it is whatever the sport is give it to me just so it lets me my mind take my time off of a movie so i don't want maybe i want to fold some laundry whatever i don't want to focus for the entire time because right. i can't focus. right 
So the sport lets you off the hook. Like I watched that Ben Affleck one when he's the drunk basketball coach, which I thought he easily did. I thought he's done that movie three times already, but it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like I'm I'm watching it. It's good. It's fine. Whatever. But then like, uh, you know, the basketball scenes and shit, it's just there to take your mind off things. We don't need to fucking watch all the movie. I do think that's a really accurate portrayal of alcoholism though. I think, I think as far as, as far as capturing it on screen and the thing is, when the you bit. watch that, you know he's a fucking booze bag, and you know yeah. he said, "No, this is what happens." I come home I with def- a case right. of beer. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. I put, I have a whole case of beer, and I don't go to bed or stop drinking. I drink one uh, beer. I put the other one in the freezer. I keep repeating that process. I save. Four I was just going to say for the that, morning that to drink right in the, to drink in the shower when I get up, yeah. and I drink twenty, and then I have four for the morning, and. And then it slowly slips where he's putting uh, liquor in his in his thermos for work. Yeah, and that's that's when that's you, what it is. That's the. I end. was just gonna say. I was just gonna say that part with the freezer in the fridge definitely hit home. Of like that, that ritual is what it is. And then when and when that goes from that to doing the morning thermos, who knows? Who knows when that happens? But it I was, happens. I was talking to my hairdresser when I was getting my hair cut. She's. She, I love going to the get my hair cut. I lo- I go to the mm-hmm. same girl. She's uh, very conversational. It's it's like a therapy session, and you walk mm-hmm. out, you feel like a million bucks. It's great. I love, I fucking love the whole experience. And I'm talking about something. I was like, yeah, I'm taking a few days off booze, blah blah blah. I'm trying to not keep anything in the house, you know, because otherwise I bring a 12 pack home. Boom, it's four. I br- it's 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 six o'clock. It's uh, now it's midnight. The 12 pack's mm-hmm. gone. It's gone. That and she just, I forget that some people don't um, drink. 12 light beers in a serving <laughs> like it's yeah. like it's a sandwich like it's they nothing don't, they don't even buy 12 packs like that's why like six packs of four or whatever or individuals it's like that like they're 12 pack what are you going to a party or something like now what are you talking about i'm going home right i'm gonna finish and hopefully i won't go out for more yeah. i have it hopefully that'll be enough and also 12 light beers i'm gonna wake up not i don't want to wake up hungover that's why i got the light beers be, it's just water right. this is basically you're gonna water. be fun Mm-hmm. If, uh, if, uh, if there's no pints or fifths in the house, you're going to wake up like a million bucks. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I was at the liquor store the other day and I was bu- picking up some things and, uh, and, a, and a young lady came in and she got like a 16 ounce can of beer and that was it. And she's talking to the cashier and she's like, oh, I'm going to this party over on the blah, 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 blah. It's a bunch of people is going to be bumping. And I was like, you got one beer? You're bringing one beer? How long are you going to be there? Two minutes? Like, what are you going to do with this? You have one, it's absolutely fucking you insane. You got one natural light, like tall boy? <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, this is where they sell them at, right? And this is where people buy liquor, and then they drink it at a party, and then I, I, then I talk to people, yeah. and then I go, oh, what? Yeah. Are go, you talking Go to about? some big bash. I'm like, I'm 30 pack of these, two of these. I want this. I Give me some lotto oh tickets. Some, a few of those airplane God. bottles. Those watermelon ones will be fun later. I want this. Who, ra- want that. who raised these people? When I see people drinking normal like that, who raised you? Don't you have an alcoholic teaching you how to fucking... <laughs> teaching this is not the way things go? I feel like some people are more responsible with their money than people like you and I are, Charles. I think that might, some people are like, well, maybe I shouldn't spend $60 at the liquor store for the afternoon. Why do I need to do that? Maybe I'll just (laughs) have two beers. That's like last night. I just had, and I didn't drink for, for several days and I bought one six pack and it was $9 and like something, some change. And I was like, 
Stop. I'm I only spent nine dollars on alcohol today. I am. I am top shelf. I am a good person. I am a really good person. I don't watch the ho- hockey game. I only put five dollars on the over. I'm only out. I'm like fourteen bucks out of pocket for the entire day. I am. That's I'm, a I'm full. Experience. That's a full experience. You got an action bet on it. Six pack of beer. You got the Stanley Cup game for fourteen dollars. But that's how it should be. That's how normal people are. Every people. I would. Everyone yeah. doesn't have to go balls to the wall at all times. I mean, listen, I'm. I'm envious that you lost five dollars on the game because I won two thousand on it, and I <laughs> and I know it's going to cost me. <laughs> but I have a cash that ticket. By the time I get that, by it's going to cost me another at least three thousand because I'm the the more I the more I win, the more I'm going to dump back into it. So at least you got off scot free for a fourteen dollar night. That sounds amazing. And you have to go cash it. You're not just you, on your couch doing this. I can't. It's it's part of the journey. I'm going to Vegas to cash the ticket. It's going to be great. When are you going to go? Then, and I'm going to dump it. Well, we got to figure it out. It's me and TJ Miller. We did it together. It's part of a fun tribute to Norm McDonald. We well, can book some sort of show there, right? Yeah. Well, that's what happened. We were, we did, uh, there's a new club wise guys there in the art, the glorious arts district of Las Vegas, which is in between stratosphere and downtown. Oh yeah. The arts, all the arts, the, the arts district. They love saying hey, eight years ago, you would have, uh, you would be dead. You, know, you would not. Have, you could not stand outside here. They, they love the whole area. But look at them now. We got a brew pub. It's great. Every every town gets gentrified. The bad area gets gentrified with brew pubs. Anytime people have some gastro brew pub or whatever, that's like the the epitome of artist world. Or and it's. Uh, but I liked it. I like that area actually of Vegas, and I, I like downtown. Of course, that's where I always go. Only uh, downtown. Except for on my on my trip out here, I, I stayed mm-hmm. at MGM because I got that deal. It was forty two bucks. If you get a deal, I have no problem with the deal. And of yeah, course, even, restaurants even right so, there, but even so, I, I will tell you that um, it wasn't worth. I, I would have rather paid twice as much and stayed mm-hmm. at the Nugget than yeah. pay forty two dollars to stay on the strip. There's nothing to do there. It's too far to yeah. walk everywhere. I like the fine, right. the nice restaurants and shit. But you can get a nice steakhouse in the Nugget. There's all kinds of fuck. There's the same you get shit. A great steakhouse in the Nugget. You can get a great steakhouse in Banyan. And there's one by actually the art district there. It's like I forget what it's called, but it's like one of those old like where Sinatra and all those guys went. And it's pretty cheap. No White Castle um, on the Strip either. No White Castle. No White Castle. No White Castle on the Strip. That's a country song. 4 a.m. Boom. Circus White Sports Castle. Bar. But sports Bar. Sports Book, by the way, downtown. They have a down... Circa Casino. It's like a strip casino downtown. Circa, Circa is downtown. Yeah, Circa is downtown, but it's a, it's a strip-type casino downtown. You mean like it's, it's, a, it's a nicer casino, but their sports book is incredible. It's what's known for the stadium swimming. It's the biggest sports book in uh, Vegas, and that's where... That's where this ticket was purchased. So we're going to go down there to recash it, and we're going to find something else to parlay that into, and it's going to get ugly. Yeah, you got to get some some sort of tie-in. No, oh, yeah, it's this is just be, the beginning of the story. Mm-hmm. Early winnings is the, is, is the beginning of the story. Yeah, because you could you do a World seen- Series. You could do uh, you could do. Then you go back for Super Bowl. You go back for mm-hmm. uh, semis. What have you? What have you? Or poker, whatever. You ever see uh, the movie R.I.P. Danny Aiello? But you ever see the movie Twenty Ninth Street? No. It's a, it's a little hidden gem. It's a uh, Anthony LaPaglia, Danny Aiello being Danny Aiello, just amazing. It's about it's like a it's a Christmas movie. It's a mob movie. It's kind of a comedy. But there's a scene where he's a degenerate camp. Danny Aiello is great. He borrows seven hundred dollars from his son Anthony LaPaglia and. Uh, he wins at the craps table. Then he goes to the track and when he's out all night, 
and the son, the son heard he won money, you know, and he comes, and so he was waiting all night for him to come back. He's like, yeah, he went down to Atlantic City or something like that. He comes back in the middle of the night. He's like, oh, Jesus Christ, I'm waiting all night. He's like, oh, I lost, uh, I lost your seven hundred, you know. I'm like, oh, oh thank. He's like, oh, thank God, you know. I was, I was afraid you're gonna say you lost it all. Okay, just give me the rest, you know. He said, no, no, there's no rest. I lost your seven hundred. <laughs> He's like, okay, what happened to the rest of my? He said, there is no rest. What do you mean? He's like, uh, <laughs> he's like I borrowed seven hundred from you and I lost it. It's gone. <laughs> he's, he's like, but you had it up to three thousand. He's like, yeah, that was their money. That doesn't count. Their money, you know, uh, that was up their money, but your money is gone. So your money's gone. So like, yeah, but you had their money in your pocket, right? Yeah, that's not the point. <laughs> so, I can see that's where this is going to go from here with our ticket. Yeah, we lost. We lost that money. Well, what about the profit? No, that's all. Their, that, that was their money. That's gone too. But the only but the five hundred is gone. And the original Norm five hundred is going to be it's going to be gone. That's the way Norm would have wanted. This, Norm, this is Mc, Norm McDonald is not is not uh, technically dead until that money's gone. That's true. That's true. As long and as it's two he, bucks, if it's two bucks, you just got to keep like a couple just off to the side. Couple. Absolutely. And then in the end, he gave away. Norm has one of my favorite quotes about gambling, uh, or had one of them. People laugh because he went he went dead broke a couple times through via gambling. You know, and they sure. said, like, how can, guy, how can a guy like, like literally like lose all his money? He's like, uh, how can a smart fellow like yourself lose all your money like that? You know, I mean, you're a smart guy, you know. He's like, well, when you have 500000 in your bank, you know, and then you lose 450000 of it. He's like, you don't want to keep that final 50000 in your pocket and in, in your bank account to remind you how much money you used to fucking have. <laughs> so you're like, just get rid. So the last 50, like, get rid of it. Just take it. Good riddance. And then it's, there's nothing more liberating than getting, than losing all of your money. Cause now you can just start, ah, you're done. Now I have, I was like, you have done. I have nothing to remind me of what it used to be. And I can just walk free, you know, and be clean. I'm like, that, that's the fucking sickness, but he's right. That's, that, <laughs> you is, know? that is real degenerate sickness. That's a whole <laughs> other level. But, it, but it, it makes sense it's, to me. As it like an absolutely. OCD type person, I want stuff finalized. I need stuff gone. I like to throw shit yeah. away. Get, get rid of it. Like It just reminds you what it used to be. Like This is disgusting to me. You deserve to go too. You know, you deserve yeah. to go with your friends who lost here. You might as well just lose it all and shove it there. And like, you don't want it. If you win it back, you're just going to dump it back anyway. It's like if you have a, if you, if you buy like a fifth of Jack Daniels and you know, mm-hmm. it was supposed to last a few days, but you drink the whole thing <laughs> right? down to like two fingers and it's four mm-hmm. in the morning and you should have went to bed, but it's too late now. Anyway, you might as well, you yeah, drink, might as well you, you drink the last two fingers and you throw the bottle in the trash and it's gone. <sighs> And you wake yeah. up and it's not sitting there on the counter and you don't look at it and you're like, oh my, oh. looking at it, I drank all this. It's gone now. It's completely is gone. Worse than, is there anything worse than that next day? And yeah, that little bit just sitting there in the bottom ruin. There's Coke stands all, <laughs> stains all around the fucking counter that's in there. It's oh, Kitchen, just sink piled up. What did I do? What did I do? I do that. Not, I, I, clean up, although, I clean my house before I go to bed. Like if, like I sit in this uh, recliner over here, and I just mm-hmm. I just drink beers off the floor. And I just reach down, and sometimes I'll, it'll just be like three, four Bud Light cans. But I don't want to sure. get up and see them, so I throw. I make sure everything is thrown away in the trash. All sins. I don't have a joint sitting out on the counter. I don't have any of that shit. All the sins get erased. So in the morning, it's a fresh start, and none of that even happened. Palate cleanser. I love it. Mm-hmm. Let's do some power tube. And then, okay, power tube. Power tube. And then we'll uh, one more thing, and then we'll get out of here. We'll let you go on with your day. 
my TV show of the week that I enjoyed the most, The Boys, season three. I hope I'm not repeating myself. I don't think we've, we haven't done a show in a while. It's got to be this. The Boys, season three. If you haven't watched mm-hmm. The Boys on Bezos, it is a, whether you like superheroes or not, it is gloriously violent and exciting. And it's, it's a look <laughs> behind the curtain of what superheroes would be like in their private lives if they were full-time superhero celebrities and big surprise they're all pieces of trash and they're awful and it really makes a lot of sense if to see superman being the worst person in the world they're not they're not name brand superheroes they're all made up for the show but fantastic program i've talked about the boys before but season three it's fucking great CJ, do you have anything to uh, recommend? You've already mentioned a couple of films. So. Yeah, I did mention a couple of things. I watched The Boys season one. It was outstanding. And I give it one of those things where sometimes like, I watch a show and it's great. And then, like, you know, not that I'm done with it. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. You know, like, I had no reason not to watch season two. I'm sure it's great. And, you know, yeah. or, and of course, three. But I'm like, but sometimes I just don't have the motivation to start anew or whatever. I get know? it. I get it. I did that with Ozark. I, I have not watched the, the last Ozark, and I'll tell you why. I, I hate everyone on that show except for Ruth. Yeah. Everyone mm-hmm. on that show except for Ruth is a piece of shit. I hate the mom. I hate the dad. I hate the other kid. I hate the. I hate them all. Right. They're all awful people. I want them all to lose. I don't have anyone to root for other than Ruth. <laughs> I know. And, yeah. And the, it's so frustrating that that Marty guy has just ruined the family's life, and it's always mm-hmm. like their fault. It's kind of their Marty fault guy. sometimes, but it's just I can't watch it. I'm done with it. I'm not watching. Yeah, the new Ruth's season. amazing, and they do that thing that that shows do now, where they'll do the final season, they'll break it up into two parts, and then they take off like three months or whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and like I'm gone. You know, they, like they do. Like yeah, and at that point, I'm like, I'm not coming back. And like I, I finished Ozarks just because, but it, like, it seemed like more of a task. Like, well, I got to finish it. We just have a some kind of completion to this thing. But like, I watch it, and like, I don't really remember who who's good and who's bad. Or nor- I mean, they're all bad, but like, like you said, like, yeah, I know Ruth. That's about it. They're doing this. Like, I watch Better Call Saul, even though they're breaking that up, and the thing. But like, just because, like, all right, I got to finish this thing off. And um, yeah. but the, the whole gap thing, I'm like, yeah. I, I don't want to come back to this. Like, just do, give it to me now. Why, why are you holding off? You don't have to hold this off. You're trying to create some kind of buzz. Not in this world. I can barely wait till t- tomorrow. I need a, I need this fix. I need a heroin fix right now. <laughs> no. I don't like them taking off the weak shows. No. Like, I watched Dope Sick when that came out, and that was weird. That, the, the only show that you should be able to binge because it's about fucking dope, and I had to wait every week. That was great, though. Did you watch Dope, dope Sick? No, Ooh, no. Michael Keaton on dope. I mean, what else do you need? He's a doctor who's hooked on fucking opiates. It's great. It's all about watch um, that. What is that on? It's on Hulu. Um, there you go. There's a nice recommendation. I'll watch. There it. you go. Do that. Michael Keaton. Sorry about your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> this is Vatterai's impression of Michael Keaton. He's like, sorry about your daughter. <laughs> he's because he's Michael Keaton. <laughs> and he's prescribed. It's all about the prescriptions of, uh, I believe it's Oxy. Yeah, it's the one before fentanyl. They got caught for it. It's 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 pretty gross, but it's like fictionalized, so it's good. I'll and it's Keaton, and then Keaton becomes an addict, and that's what that's what you're paying for. That's what you're paying Michael Keaton to do yeah. to be a fucking drug addict doctor, and it's 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 everything you need. See, it's, it's Keaton. Keaton's the best. That's the kind of recommendation that it takes for me to watch something like that. I need mm-hmm. someone to say you'll like it. It's great. It's fantastic. This part's going to be good. Then yeah. I'll watch something. But when someone just says you got to watch. Like and I've talked about this on the on the show all the time, that Coda show, that Coda movie of the year that yeah, was on, yeah. on 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 and and everyone says, 
well, you'll kind of mm. like the dad. I'm like, well, I like the rest of the movie. Like, the dad's pretty cool. <laughs> you'll kind of like, like the dad. No one, ever, hilarious. no one has ever said, oh, it's fucking awesome because then this happens right. and then she does this concert and it's fucking awesome. Oh, man, you cry at this part. No one's ever said anything like that about that movie. They've just said, well, you should watch <laughs> it. It's good. Uh, you'll probably like the dad. <laughs> you'll like, probably I like the to... dad is not enough right. for me to invest two you know hours of my time. Yeah, you know what it is? is I had to watch it, so I want you to watch it. Because I fell for everyone talking yeah. about it. That's what they do. Everyone talks about because everyone's in the business out here, especially they're all their friends. They don't even watch it, but they recommend it. And they make you fucking force you to watch it just to support their bullshit. Yeah, my, my wife, I had to watch it because my wife wanted to watch it. Well, I don't have right. one of those, so I don't have to. I'm going to watch <laughs> I'm gonna watch 10 Cup for the 10th time, oh, and that's what I'm going to do. Damn, we got to have you back on and talk about your 10 Cup uh uh, theories, I will for sure, whole, and I definitely want to write that article for Golf Digest. I think it's a good idea. You're never going to do it, and I'm never going to help. I will. <laughs> I'd 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 say normally you'd be 100 percent correct. Now that I don't drink, you're about 90 percent correct. So mm. there's a 10 percent mm-hmm. chance I write that article. I understand that. It's funny how you have more motivation to do things and you have clear thought, which is this. It shouldn't be like, well, it's funny how like when I'm not hung over, I like really, <laughs> I really get a lot of stuff done. Like yeah. t- today I had to do, uh, I had to upgrade to zoom pro because they cut mm-hmm. it down to 40 minutes. So for us to do right. a, a longer show like this, I've got to get, I've got to pay for it. It was 1499. Yep. I don't give a shit, but Signing up Look for that. that humble brag. Yeah, for, you got 40, Zoom Pro money out there. That's what, that's, that's what Michigan living gets you. If I, those, you got that subscription money. If I would have had to set up this podcast equipment and subscribe to that and like do all this mm-hmm. shit with a bad hangover, I would have just been shaky. Yeah. Fuck, I can't fucking do this. I can't. I gotta, mm-hmm. I'm going to slam three beers. Okay, even. Now I can kind of do it. But everything you do in your life, and it's not it's not exciting to to quit drinking. But when you take off a week, you have these moments of clarity of, wow, shit's a lot easier. It's everything's yeah. really easy. <laughs> like everything. Like in general, just I gotta go pay my rent at the bank. Well, that's easy. Yeah. Just walk down it's there a, and pay it's, it. it's it's definitely a life hack. You can get things done. But the sad part is when you realize it's still not worth getting it done. And that's what makes, and that's why you go back to drinking. It's like, oh, well, it's not worth it. I might as well just blow my brains out right. with and some whiskey. The problem for me is that I, I could probably quit at home in general. I, but I love dive bars. I love yeah. dark, cozy dive bars. And sure, you can sit there and drink Diet Cokes. And it's totally acceptable to do that. Right. But it's you don't you're not on the same plane as the other booze bag sitting at the stool no you're not you're not and, and when um, you're sober and you've got to talk to some guy with a mush mouth who's got two brain cells who might be entertaining if you've got four or five titos and sodas in you but when you're drinking a diet <laughs> coke it's just it's like grating it's a cheese grater going over your I've been, ear recently i've been doing non-alcoholic beers and they have and they're actually actually a pretty good like the last five years the technology of non-alcoholic beers i guess have gotten a lot better it's not like just duels anymore like right. they're all pretty good not that i do but i do it just for the look and kind of like it's more of like you know if i'm in a bar you know so people don't ask questions but when they do find out that it's not alcoholic it's like they find out you're a cop or something you know, yeah. like they're looking like like some drunk. And he said, "Whoa, whoa, what is that? Is that a, 
that a Heineken Zero? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Has this all been a lie the entire time? <laughs> Was our conversation even real? Yeah. You don't believe <laughs> you don't believe Cheap Trick's the greatest band of all time at all, do you? This is bullshit. But I'll tell you, like on, on Saturday, like you've got your weed still. Mm-hmm, yeah. On Saturday, I, I I just got really stoned and drank Gatorade Zero and floated around in the pool. And it was it was the same. It was almost the same. It was so close to me drinking. I was like, I could just yeah, do this. It is the same thing. You know, it's, you know, it's a bad look. I've been doing this. I'll show, I'll show it to the camera here. It's like a little shot. It looks like it looks like fingernail polish, but it's a little shot of THC, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'll, so I'll, I'll go out in bars and I'll pour this in like club sodas and drinks. Sure. And it looks like I'm roofing. So it's such a great look of roofing <laughs> your, your, your own drink. You're roofing your own drink. But it's like this liquid stuff. And some people say, hey, put it on mine. Like we were out to dinner at the smokehouse here. And yeah. And I'm pouring it around like around. Like, yeah, here, let me, let me drug up everybody's <laughs> drug up everybody's cocktail. It's, and it's, such, a, it's such a great look. What a, I might as well, I want to get a ring to unscrew it and put it in like it's poison. What a great world we live in where you can drink marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> but let's boycott Jewel. Get if, that out of if, here. If they made Budweiser or Miller High Life or whatever, yeah. that was just alcohol. It was weed, booze. Right. No alcohol, but it does look almost the exact same thing. And I can drink a dozen Bud Light weeds. <laughs> yeah, I know. With, with zero yeah. calories. Well, well, that's the problem. I, they do have that. They do zero sugar, whatever, and drinks and like those beers and like the weed beers. And I do drink them, but then I start drinking them like they're regular drinks, they're like ten <laughs> milligrams each. Next thing you know, I got a hundred milligrams in me. Right. And uh, you still know, better, I mean. still better than a, than a fifth of. Still jam. better. I'm still, I'm still gonna make my flight in the morning. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> still ahead of the curve. <laughs> Let's do some power grooves. My song right. of the week is "Ambition for Cash" by Key Glock off "Can't Fight Hate." Ooh, we. It's it. Mm. There are very rarely is there a new hip hop song that I'm like, this is fucking real. This is good. This is not mush mouth garbage shit. Ambition for cash yeah. by Key Glock off Can't Fight Hate. Put that up when you pull out of work on your Thursday or your Friday. Mm, just go have your put the windows down. Fucking wow. get paid. Feel like you got paid. <laughs> CJ, what are you listening to? It doesn't have to be new. Just any, you know. This is the. This is just a something that you've enjoyed in the car lately that you that you that you like. Well, I'll tell you. Um, one, God bless you for putting out the, any of the new stuff. I get. I gave up on figuring out. Amen. Putting some, the homework. Somebody, putting the homework in. No, you know, no. To find just, out what's cool and stuff like that. It's just stuff. I listen to whatever Amazon or Apple tells me to listen. I stumbled to, you know? upon that. I don't. I don't even know where I it came it. from. Maybe it was in the credits of a TV show. I oh, I'm. Know. I'm not knocking. I'm giving you full credit. But some some weeks my my song is like "Hold On" by Wilson Phillips because that's what I've been yeah. listening to. Absolutely. So this is what I'm going to tell you right now. Here, my song um, is "The First Cut Is the Deepest" by Rod Stewart. I've been really getting into um, sure. because uh, because I mentioned it earlier there with uh, Cheap Trick as a joke in my dive bar thing, but that was a true story there. Andy Wood, you might know about here. Um, uh, he wanted Jeopardy, to see Jeopardy champion. Jeopardy champion Andy Wood. He's out here in Holland. He's got a place in the desert. And he's like, oh, before I go to the desert, I want to go see Cheap Trick at the Hollywood Bowl tomorrow. I've never been to the Hollywood Bowl, even though I live right by here. And I'm like, oh, I'll go see Cheap Trick with you. You know, why not? fucking 30 bucks, whoever, Hollywood Bowl. 
He's like, yeah, and Rod Stewart's headlining. We might st- stay a little bit for Rod. So he's getting real pretentious about it. What? But, you know, we're going for cheap trick, but maybe we'll stay for Rod Stewart. Like, maybe, maybe stay, stay for, for Rod, Rod Stewart. Stewart. <laughs> he's a goddamn showman. Put some fucking respect on his name. Anyway, t- an hour later into it, Rod Stewart was amazing. He's sure. loving Everyone's loving He's fucking Rod Stewart. Yeah, he's fucking Rod you know? Stewart. It's like going to see he's, Lionel Richie. He's got hits exactly. days. He had a Vegas show. He had a gorgeous, like blonde women as a band. He's putting them to work. He's making them drum step. He's got a real band as well. He's seventy-seven. He's kicking. He's got different outfits. Pure sex appeal up there. Women are going nuts. They love it, you know. And then, uh, and every song is a hit. It's just hit after hit. You know it because it's Rod Goddamn Stewart. Right. So the first cut is the deepest. Is one of these songs that just stuck in my head all the way through. We're singing it on the way out, you know. Me and this elderly couple. There's just one elderly couple. Like, oh, so, so sweet. they're so sweet. I can't believe they're this old looking out. And she's like, yeah, this is what 80 actually looks like. She actually said that to me. She's yeah. like, 80 doesn't look like Rod Stewart. 80 looks like this. <laughs> <laughs> and she was fucking right. Rod Stewart so held together with duct tape and big league chew. It's oh, just- he was amazing. He was amazing. He doesn't. He's not going to go. Rod Stewart's not doing that show unless he's going to go do a hundred percent. And with the auto tune capabilities now, in, in he's doing a hundred percent, and he's still kicking soccer balls into the crowd. You know, he yeah. used to blast these soccer balls like fifty yards yeah, into it. And it broke, yeah, and it, but it broke Paul Oakenfold's like stepdad's like <laughs> nose or something. <laughs> Some shit. And he sued him. I don't know. Something happened like that. <laughs> CJ, it's been nothing but a pleasure. Um, do you have anything you want to promote for the nice people out there? Uh, yeah, you know what I want to promote? Uh, we're coming out. Me and Sean Flannery, who's got his book, is out today. By the way, Sean, yes. I'll plug his. I'll plug his book real quick. Sean Flannery, places he can't return to. I wrote the foreword for that, the forewarning foreword for that. Um, but me and him are doing a podcast for his Blackout Diary show, which you're very familiar with and has been a part of. I was the uh, Blackout champion for the Chicago uh, uh, Comedy Festival. The um, yes, I won. Absolutely, I won. You did win. <laughs> congratulations really, on that. Uh, congratulations on being uh, the biggest piece of shit. That's who wins. Yes. Well, we can't have. We can't wait to have you on the recording show. So we're doing a podcast called, of the Blackout Diaries. It'll be obviously wherever you can get your blackout. Uh, wherever you can get your podcast, <laughs> just like <laughs> this. You, so you know, wherever you can blackout, wherever pods are told, all that thing. It's on Starburns Audio thing, whatever. So we got a bunch coming out. Um, where we do the live show. And that's recorded the set. So you hear them each, you know, we do a different drunk theme and then you hear the recording version of this. So then we have the person in. So we'll have your story of being the blackout, whatever, whatever story you have uh-huh. in the story. And then we'll interview you, you know, the Q and a part. And then we do uh, just do uh, drinking facts and figures of different themes. That's fantastic. Me and Sean Flannery. So, and that'll be can, that'll be remote. You'll be in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, we're Chicago. doing. A, we've been recording because he's in Chicago and I'm in LA. We've been recording remote and the guests coming in remote. We got about like eight episodes in the can, and we're launching next week. We we launch on the eighth. So oh, that's July, huge! July eighth. Yeah. Well, text me and then we'll do a full promo for the yeah yeah we'll promo, and out. then we'll have you on. We'll do on. We'll do we'll do link swapping the whole fucking thing. Oh. Whatever it is. Whatever this nightmare world makes us do. That's great. That makes me happy. That's a that's a that's a nice thing that's gonna go on in the world. And if you've never if you've never it's been to a be blackout good. diary show, it's fucking the fantastic. Best. It's, it's the, the best. best. And I'm and, I, and I'm trying to get one in LA, you know, the monthly show we have here and um looking at venues and I'm locking in on the Elks Lounge in Culver City. I'm an Elks yeah. member from Hartford and yeah. I, I flash that card around. I mean, a show in an Elks Lodge will be incredible. 
Oh, it, I can't think of anything better than that show in an Elks Lodge. I just, that's that's exactly where it's at. Thank you, yeah. CJ. Uh, follow yeah, him buddy. on. Follow him on. Uh, was it CJ Sullivan was taken on on CJ Sullivan underscore was yeah CJ Sullivan underscore was underscore taken something like great that. Handle. But that's Real my great. Instagram. That's that's my main <laughs> thing. That's Instagram is where I'm really killing it. CJ Sullivan. <laughs> Thanks, bud. All right, man. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. Just all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah. Got football on TV. My girlfriend, she's sleazy. Favorite kind of beer is free. I'm just making power moves, sipping some natty lights, late nights and bar frights, rocking the Winston lights, just making power moves, yeah, I'm making power moves, just to a Detroit groove, all American dudes, just making power moves, yeah, I'm making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove, just some American dudes, I'm making power moves. I'm making power moves.